Hello, and welcome to another episode of Life Difficult, a podcast where we discuss the many difficult and challenging aspects of modern life and how we attempt to navigate them. I'm Mikhail, and as always, I'm joined by my conversation partner, Milos. So Milos, how did you get this good looking, and how can the rest of the people start looking a bit more like you? What's the secret to your success? Um, well, when I was a very young boy, uh-huh. I would find uh, like just muddy puddles, mm. and I would take that water I would actually drink it. Mm. I think that's what made me come out. It's you had that such genetics. severe diarrhea for so many years that it kept you slender. It made you gaunt. You... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, th- this podcast we're discussing the difficulty in regards to looks or attractiveness. Um, you know whether it should be valued or not as much as it is, the many benefits that come with it, how malleable it is, um, but. In terms of where we start, I think maybe we should just talk about whether they should matter. Like, they clearly do, right? But should they matter? Is it a human failing that we place so, so much, much emphasis em- on looks? looks? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think, <laughs> I think my, my... The thing is, I, I think looks matter in different... Like, obviously, we're going to think about this primarily from the dating aspect because... Yeah, looks will help you in work and they'll help you in other areas as well. Like, I know, like, um, actually, I don't know if I believe any of these social psych studies that I remember reading back in the day because apparently they're riddled with problems of, like, um, replication. replication. Yeah. But they claim that if you're a good-looking person, people are just kinder to you, people are just nicer to you, you can go I'm almost certain of that. Yeah, to be fair, I... I, It intuitively feels right, even if it's it's, a a BS study. I, I had a terrible... Oh, this is a terrible story to share, but I remember... I went on this one date with this girl, and this was shortly after I like had broken up with my ex. Mm-hmm. And uh, this girl started talking about like, and and I, I she, so this girl not as attractive as I would have liked her to be, and she started talking about like um, her work uh, experience and how she's like, she it, it almost felt a little bit like she was trying to like paint this picture of like she's this super nice person to her coworkers because mm-hmm. she's in a leadership role and she makes sure that nothing ever gets down to her coworkers and nothing ever like nothing like all the criticism stays at her level and doesn't go down to them and it's the and it was so funny because i feel like it was an argument that i'd heard just recently from a girl who was more attractive and i noticed that when the more attractive girl gave me that reasoning i was like oh Mm. she cares about her workers whereas when this girl gave it to me i'm like then how the fuck are they ever gonna get better (laughs) what your workers gonna suck shit always because you don't fucking tell them that they suck and as I, as I was going through my head, I'm like, I'm a bad person. Uh, something's wrong with me. But uh, but yeah. So they but definitely... actually, you gave her better advice. <laughs> <laughs> I might have. I might have yeah. given. I might have given the unattractive girl better advice. The other one, I'm just like enabling her fucking stupidity. Yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> it, but I, I remember catching myself in that moment, thinking like, like I was. I'm self conscious enough, self aware enough to know that I'm being a bad person. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't self-aware enough to stop myself <laughs> deciding <laughs> to treat this ex- like almost the same situation totally differently based purely on how attracted I was to this person so yeah I, I believe it people treat you differently if they think you're yeah and it's, it's it's you know we can't put a number on it but let's for the sake of argument put a number on it and say it's like it helps you out just like two percent but in all realms of life or most most realms that re- require like social interaction, that's 
taken over enough like occasions that two percent goes a long way in terms of like I oh, think it's more than two percent. Yeah, again, that's just even put, putting it fairly conservatively, right? But like, mm -hmm. if it's a proper like noticeable bump up, and they then it's up. in dating, and it's in job interviews, and it's in getting to make friends. It's get like people might approach you instead of you approaching. Like everything is is bet. <laughs> just you know, but, that that put it like too strongly, but what I mean is like everything no, but, is is, you know, is, is move forward a little it bit. It does help a lot, but it does speak to something else, which is you know people always compare themselves to others, but you can also compare yourself to yourself. Mm -hmm. You can you can choose to let yourself go completely. You can not you know not do anything about your face, hair, facial hair, whatever. Like whatever mm -hmm. it is, like you can just choose to be the most unattractive version of yourself and the most attractive version of yourself. And I mean, yeah. even in that regard, it's very clear that, you know, one of those will probably be more beneficial in a lot of areas of life. Um, so yeah, there's definitely, it doesn't have to be, because I think, yeah, once we start talking about some people like, oh, I'm not Brad Pitt, so I'm never going to have life as good and easy as him. No, I don't, like, I, from, from, <laughs> for me, it's, it's not about like trying to be at the top end. It's, it, it's the struggles one might face, like being in the middle or below. And this is true yeah. of dating too, right? Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know if we've actually discussed this in another pod, because we might have in, in our derailed dating podcast. But yeah, ba basically, outside of the top 20% of guys, online dating is a hellhole where you make, get almost zero matches. Yeah, I mean... And so I'm not saying that extends to like everything, but it, it does kind of show how, uh, you know, the, the inequality here. It's, it's, not a, it's not about people who, who are like already like, let's say, sevens out of ten, striving to be ten or wishing they could be ten. It's everybody who is at like a five and below and, you know, what that means for their dating life or making friends or whatever I mean, else the the funny thing too that i'm thinking of is like the way that we scale looks if anyone's five and below you're just being cruel to them <laughs> what because if you think about it where's the like if you think about the look scale the average is supposed to be a seven is so it if you're five yeah that's what that's, that's how i okay, no, thought of it for, for me five is the midpoint that's it's average I think for most people it's not if you ask somebody well what are they on a one out of ten if someone thinks they're an average you're gonna say they're like a seven which, I mean, which tells you how no, fucked up we like, are in the West. The, yeah, but I mean, that... that, that, that. <laughs> so, if you're, like, a five is, like, already a troll. If you're less than five, you're just being mean. <laughs> no, but it's not about me. I'm talking about removing this from, from like... A, yeah, no, like, I, I... I'm saying just, like, in, in, in some mythical objective scale or whatever. Yes, and again, like, yeah. there is probably no objective, right? But they, mm -hmm. there is... Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's, it's this messy thing, right? Because there's a lot of subjectivity as well i'm just pointing out the funny pat fact that like if someone thinks they're average they're going to say they're a seven which means that the I, I guess I'm, is I'm actually between I, 10 and five no and but i've never five, thought that way like like, <laughs> like I, I i don't do this anymore because i think it's just like a dead end and i yeah. but but like back when i asked like when i when i was younger let's say in high school or something and yeah you know we, and maybe with a few of my friends and like wondering like how much like what, what where do we rank in a, the you know out of 10 mm -hmm. scale I never gave myself a seven. I, I, cause you I gave myself a nine. And I gave myself, I think, a six <laughs> or six point five, something like that. Where I was like, oh, a little bit decent. You know, okay, you know. okay. Um, but I don't know. I think it's a Western thing because over here, if you think about it, I think it's also because 
if no, you I think went it's a to shitty school, scale thing. Well, no, because <laughs> if, you, if you went to school here, a 70 is average. That's like a B. Mm. Anything below 50, you're remedial. You're like failing to be a human after below five. So when you see something like a four out of 10, it's not like, oh, you're just below average. It's like, you're like a, a swamp creature. <laughs> <laughs> well, so... I'm just pointing that out. I, I get where you're coming from. You have more of like an objective mathematical scale. But I just think West, like if there are 10 points on a scale, we need to use all 10 points. They should all have meaning. We do. Uh, points 5 through 1 are relegated for anger. And when you want to be mean and petty to somebody, when you want to call someone really ugly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, but you're right. So just, just I just want to point that out because like I think when you say 5 out of 10, there's there's got to be some people out there who are like, that means really bad mm-hmm. to some people. Yeah. Or at least if you grew up here in the West. Because, like, yeah, that's always been an understood thing where it's, like, seven is supposed to be average. Well, I guess by the fact that five is average, but average is not considered good in this situation, right? Because it's saying, like, I'm not a... They're, they're neither attractive or unattractive. They're just a... They're, <laughs> <laughs> they're perfectly they, neutral. They, yeah, they just exist. <laughs> this person is perfectly, like... You're not, you don't want to look at them, but you don't have to look away. They are not unpleasant to look at, but they're neither something but they're not that interesting. you... Yeah. They're not interesting. It's like, wow, this is a, does this person exist? Can we find this person? Let's do a Google image search. The later. perfectly neutral per- yeah. <laughs> but, well, okay, but th- that also, we're, we're talking with scales as if they are, as if looks are objective, but they're, you know... No, of course not. There's so much subjectivity. Insofar as they can be some level of objectivity, I suppose, it just comes down to symmetry, from what I understand. Like, you, you want... It's kind of inbuilt where symmetrical patterns are aesthetically pleasing and catch the human eye. So I think there's something there, like... Could be that. Again, but this is, this just, this is again, like saying, like, baseline gets you in the door kind of thing of, like, yeah. don't have a, you know... Or not don't, but like if if if, if you're gonna don't have a fucked up face. <laughs> if, if, if you have a face that is more symmetrical or perfectly like kind of uh. lines up well, mm-hmm. you'll probably then have a seat at the table of like some level of attraction. <laughs> I and think then it's more than past that, it it becomes well. It depends on who you're asking. Like it's so subjective because you mm-hmm. have cultural viewpoints on like what is a good looking face. What, and I've noticed this too in like traveling and I think in Canada it's really cool because you get to see other cultures and you get to see people how like people from different parts of the world there's like certain like versions of a face that you see from certain like parts of the world mm-hmm, you know like mm-hmm. if you look at Europeans French people have like a certain kind of face and you look at like Thai people it's like a certain kind of face or you go to like Indonesia or you go to China or you go to these other places right there's like it's like even me I'm Serbian but there's a couple of like faces where if you show me I'm like that's a Serb for sure no, right. there's no, there's no, there's no doubting it. There's no denying it. So we have like a very Serbian face. So like, and there's like a handsome version of that. And there's an ugly version of that. And, mm. and so, but it's, I think it's all about like, what do you value? Because I think uh, like, for example, like again, Asian people tend to have rounder faces in general than say Caucasian people sometimes. Right. Right. So it's like, if you're, if you're going for like the super angular jaw, you're going to see that much more commonly in the West. Well, what about like things that might be more like biological imperatives in terms of like you want a woman yeah, with decent sized hips or or uh, you know you want a guy who is of a certain size or something for no, 100%, yeah right? Exa- so, exactly right there's those things too there's a lot of markers that get involved for 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 like looks a lot of things but the point is uh, yeah there are a lot of peaks and valleys very here subjective. and so very subjective 
you know, there's not a single mountaintop of like the perfect looking guy. There are many, many mountaintops yeah. of like, oh, he's a perfectly looking. Well, there was Ziz. He came close. Is, is it Ziz? <laughs> Ziz? 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 Uh, I don't know. But, Z-Y-Z-Z. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and uh, yeah. And, and so, I mean, on some level, that should also be encouraging because it means that maybe your look isn't for where you're at, but you can find your look, you know, in a different community or in a different whatever. Yeah. Not that you know you necessarily need to cater your life life around optimizing your your look for where you're at or whatever. But um, since we're we are in the domain of looks, I guess we're talking about all this a little bit more clinically, or you might say a little bit more uh, a little bit detached, right? This year it's detached. It's not the best way. To, like it's not necessarily how we're going to be talking in everyday life. But the mm. podcast has to do with. Looks and attraction, so uh, yeah, we're talking in a way that's a little bit callous, I suppose, right? Um, we're just being honest. Yeah, really just weird. telling how it is, right? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. In other so, podcasts, people just, you know... They just lie. Mm. Um, I think as far as like a moral thing, is it a moral film that we care about looks so much? Sort of. I guess, yeah. I mean, I think to an extent. It depends what, like, what you're after and what your goals are. I mean, if you're looking for somebody to date... I don't know. I think, I think this is actually one of my big points. Like, I think you have to understand is like, you have to ask yourself, am I a vain person? Cause I don't think that vanity or I not even vain. I, or like, if you really care, like if you care about your partner's looks, mm-hmm. some people that's like a very important thing. Other people, it's not that important. Right. You got to know where you are on that scale and mm-hmm. you can't judge yourself for it. If you're the person who needs a very attractive partner or a spouse, then don't lie to yourself and say that you don't, you know what yeah. I mean? You got to figure out how to get that. That's so actually, this is where, in the whole dating realm, this is almost slightly less interesting for me because ultimately you need to be able to be attracted and turned on to your partner, right? Like so, of yeah, course, like it's it's not, it's a little bit removed from. Um, again, I'm not saying this. Anything can go to an unhealthy place, right? Like if you're just like she has to look exactly this way, and otherwise, like yeah, maybe you need to work on yourself to like ease off being so, so strict and stringent with, with, uh, you know, beauty standards. But that aside, like if it's just like an inbuilt, like I don't get attracted to certain people and I do get attracted to other people and it's a way for, like, I'm not going to get aroused very well otherwise, like then, yeah, it's, it's not a moral failing. For me, it's more like, is it a more, more subtle thing where, Two people commit a crime. One person doesn't look the best, and the other person looks lovely. And you're like, "All right, well, you, you know, you look like an angel, so you're free to go." You know, or I'm sure you didn't do anything wrong. But this other person, uh, um, I don't I like think, the way the I, look of them. I think there's them. actually a lot more to it in the dating realm actually than you're saying. Because I feel like mm. there's definitely been women who I've been attracted to, but I didn't want to date because I didn't feel like I was like you know I I felt like I wanted a more Cause like yeah, you know what? This is this is an ugly part too to, to to admit. But like, you know, you can be sexually attracted and want to have sex with somebody mm. who you necessarily don't think is the most beautiful person ever, and you might have yeah. a standard that you want for the person that you date long term. You may have a certain you know, and I think again that this might be a moral failing. It might be that you're too proud. It might be that you're that you value looks too much. It might be that you you know. Yeah, you're asking for too much. But then I also wonder if it's not like, no, you just want to, you just have a certain standard for what you'd like and Mm -hmm. you'd like to, you know, reach a certain standard. 
And it, so this is the funny thing because I, as I'm saying this, I can hear like, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, argument here about like, is it okay to be quote unquote shallow, right? Mm. And it's like to me, it's like I always think I, I think of it as like I don't think I'm a shallow person, but I'm a shallow person first. Mm. In the sense that like yeah. first steps is always like okay, as this person, what's your entry point? It's not a fo- yeah. the looks is often looks are how people get foots in the door, right? And, and then at least in the it dating goes deeper. Context. Yeah. Okay. But I think, I think for men, I actually think, and this is just what I've observed generally is I think for men, we can, we can get away with like God giving us kind of crappier looks and us just like, if you're a man and you get a really bad hand in the looks department, but you maximize it, I think women are actually a lot more forgiving mm-hmm. than if you're a woman who got a really bad hand in the looks department and you maximize it for men. Yeah, for sure. Uh, men are more focused on looks than women. There's no doubt about that because women look at things more like social status and reputation and stuff just as much, I think, or yeah, quite a bit. Um, you bring up pride is interesting because I think that that's like for me pretty easy. That's a moral failing. Like, that's a moral failing. Yeah, that that's where you are. You can find something, somebody attractive, and you could potentially like them. They might be a good partner for you, but you're yeah. like. Yeah, but you know what? My friends might think she's not hot enough, and thus, like, my pride is not letting me. I think that you that you're just That's failing fair. yourself. But um, also, what if you're just like, I just want someone hotter. <laughs> is that pride then, or is that like again just? Well, it's it's, it's it not the be best pride. thing in the world, yeah. but it's like it's it's. I mean, I I could see it as as a form of pride, not because mm. like. It could be a form of like I just want something, but you're right. I think I think that's a very hard thing to play with the, that line of like, is it really that you just want some better? Is it that you want to stunt on other people? Like, do you want like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you want yeah. like, look, look what's on my arm? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at this, you know. It's so, the, you know the whole arm candy concept, but yeah, um, I don't think it's a terrible concept, but maybe it's just because I was raised wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and then you brought up like the difference between like sexual attraction and, and, and finding somebody to be beautiful. I think that's yeah. that's usually important too. I remember um, this was brought up on one of Joe Rogan's podcasts, I think with Brett Weinstein and his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're talking about how beauty is just like a much more long-term, long-lasting thing. Mm-hmm. That kind of, you know, your wife may no longer look like have that youthful like sexuality oozing from her, but like she has like yeah. a distinguished quality that you just will continue to find yeah. beautiful. And yep. so yeah, um, you know, ideally you get both, right? And again, not not forever because everybody ages out of, of of a certain level of like Unless that. Unless you replace them every ten years. And that that's 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 the Leo DiCaprio thing. You know, he's never dated. <laughs> I don't know if it's still this, but yeah. there was there was an infographic that I saw that he. Uh, at least until I think he was 50, he had never dated a girl over the age of 26. Yeah, God bless him. Um, <laughs> you know, um, that's a choice. <laughs> but, but yeah, it, it's, it's another thing, right? We're saying looks, but there's many like different, like, you can be more granular than that. So oh, yeah, there, there's like raw it. sexual attraction where you might even find somebody in some ways sort of unattractive but just on a sexual level almost like yes this would work yeah and then you know then you go up from like cute and pretty to beautiful to like there or just yeah, yeah. hot right which yeah can, and then like ideally you get somebody who overlaps several of those boundaries right yeah um 
And, you know, then there's a bunch of, like, X factors, like, makeup that, that just, you know, one person can put makeup on a certain way and, you know, wear their hair in a certain way and then it's, uh, oh, that's very cute. And then the next night when they're out, like, in a more, like, clubby setting, they're dressed completely differently and they're made up completely yeah. differently and then, oh, it's like, oh, that's sexy, right? So, there's, yeah, there's just so much... Uh, Lots of versatility. Especially, especially with women, with with men, it's a little bit their 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 lane of maneuverability is a bit more narrow. But yeah, I think just dress like like we you brought up right in the start, just dressing well, having good hygiene. I know that's not looks exactly. Actually, it it is right. No, you're, you're, you're not looking grooming. Yeah, grooming. Yeah, grooming. Um, um, you know, you can optimize how you make your hair and how you present yourself and, and even working out to an extent right as a man yeah it, well I, this is actually one of the points i had of like attraction versus like just somebody being healthy and that's being attractive right so yep. that i think that also is no longer in the realm of moral feeling whatsoever it's like that person looks healthy they seem to take care, well care of themselves it's is it a moral feeling if you only want someone who looks healthy no. Well, I know a lot of people would disagree. Yeah, fine, <laughs> no, fine, but it's, 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 just I just think, I just think as long as you can, as long as you, you, you know, you have a good reason of like, look, I take care of myself. I would want the same kind of yeah. consider. Like, again, it's not being shredded or like having yeah. abs or whatever, or the girl being like a stick figure. It's just about like basic self-care. And yep. I think it goes, it's kind of a self-respect and respect for your partner kind of thing. So I think that's pretty fair. 100%. Um, and of course, there are caveats. Some people are in very difficult situations regarding like gaining weight or losing weight or stuff like that. But I think for the most part, generally speaking, I think that's a fair way to look at it. Um, and then, yeah, there's also like the gray zone of genetics versus effort, which again, we're basically talking about already, mm -hmm. which is maybe some people are dealt such a bad hand that there's not much they can do, but a lot of people can change things up there's they so can, much you can maximize yeah yeah, yeah, yeah for exactly. most dudes especially there's plenty in the department of dressing better you know finding a good hairstyle going to the gym a little bit maximum just just the simple things and you can even cheat you can go take roids and bam <laughs> just, that's another option it's an option right? uh and but I mean, women have a lot of the same thing you've got clothing that changes the way that your body shape looks you've got makeup you've got like, I think it's high heels, even yeah. yeah, heels. Although heels are just, I feel like heels are more for the women than for us. Like, mm. if I see a woman who's taller in high heels, I'm not thinking, like, oh, yeah, so attractive. I'm just kind of like, mm. oh, okay, she's taller. Yeah, I don't think it's her being taller, it's something now that high heels have just become synonymous a with a certain, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Also, I think a positive thing is being more attractive can be a skill as well, right? Because it can be how you carry yourself. That's true. Right? A really attractive guy who's hunched over and mumbling and looking down is less attractive. But this is um, the difficulty with personality. It's a difficulty with... <laughs> well, uh, the, the, there's a bunch of overlap. Right. It, it's, but it's, a, it's a valid point to make, right? And, and you know, it, it also is stuff like, you know, like things like swagger or charisma and all these things, right? It's kind of part of the over, overall like attraction confidence package confidence helps a lot and 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 you know the flip side of that is true uh, as as well L like i said you know even a Brad Pitt if he 
as this, if he decides to shave a strip off his head and hunch over and etc. Yeah, smell bad. Like it's it's you know even he can't recover necessarily from that. That's true. Yeah. So there's just a lot of room. To, okay, here's a great example. You and I have been doing bachata for the past few months. This is true. One thing that we've noticed is girls that we otherwise wouldn't find particularly noteworthy are seeming very attractive to us because they can dance and they can dance in a way. Bachata is a fairly sexual dance, so it, it you know it's catches Dads. the eye. Yeah, yeah. That's so, true. so you can often, and I'm sure men can do the same on on their end, right? So it it's not such a helpful helpless situation for the I think the majority of people because there's so much they can do to bring themselves up if they feel right now that. You know, they're, they're not where they want to be. Yeah, there's there's a lot of avenues. There's so many avenues for just everybody to become more quote-unquote attractive. And, and that, might, that might not necessarily just be looks. Because look, I think in some ways what you're pointing out too is that we as a society might have over-emphasized looks. And I think, that, mm. I think that's really... See, I think, I think where the moral failing comes in is, in is in that we have exemplified looks to mean more than they do. Mm-hmm. You can be a pretty face and still be a piece of shit underneath that, and you can be an ugly face and have a heart of gold. And we understand that, but I think certain things in our culture, especially recently with the advent of phones and social media and all that stuff, has really, really kind of... Uh, it's given a lot more power to people who can who can take the perfect picture, find the right angle, mm-hmm. you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's mm-hmm. like, it's given them a, a, an unfair competitive advantage in some regards, because if you know your best angles and you're already pretty attractive and you maximize that, it's like your head and shoulders above everybody else. And I think that uh, uh, the example that you brought up before with the dating example is a great, or with, you know, men's online dating mm. expectations. Apparently, if you're not the top 10% of men, you should just, or the top 20, is it top 20? It, 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 each, it, at each kind of rung of the ladder as you go down, it tapers off worse. more greatly. You want to be like, to the top 20 minimum, right? Yeah, top 20 minimum if you want like a decent, chance. you know, a chance. I think... It's once you hit like, you know, fifty or below percent, like don't bother. Just, yeah, it's, it's just it's, it's bad. But At fifty to like eighty is like can still function, but it's, it's not gonna terrible. Be it's like yeah. for each one guy, there's like twenty, or, or for each one woman, there are twenty guys fighting over kind of yeah. something like that. Um, yeah, it's rough. Versus when you get to the top, there's girls fighting over the top guys, and so just like I mean. Yeah. And it's funny, too, because that would in some ways insinuate that maybe girls care more about looks. But if you actually dig into the dating profiles, you'll understand that it's not just these guys look like... It's not like these guys are the most attractive-looking guys always. It's these guys look like they have all the things that the women on the dating apps want. They have a mm. uh, lifestyle. They're flashing money. They're flashing this. They just look like, they look like they're premium dudes. So Yes, but also I think even... So a study was done, and it, they, they, they tried to gauge like what women thought of the guys judging by their profile not in terms of their looks but in terms of their personality like oh do they come off look, like looking cool yeah. it's perfectly like it was very very closely correlated to how they looked like in terms of attraction too mm-hmm. so it's 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 like one of those things where you work backwards from your conclusion that you've already made as soon as you see somebody attracted you're like yeah they seem funny too you they know seem funny too okay um, interesting. but again i i, I think that's fair it's, it's it's not that women are more interested in, 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 in looks. They just, it's a seller's market and they're, and they're in a position of command. So they get yeah. to be more picky. That's true too. Yeah. If you're one of the guys in the top 
you would you're also more like that because yeah. you then you know you're you're being fought over as well. That's so, true. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. What what is, I I don't know like is, is it, beyond just generally optimizing. Is there any terms of like perspective shifts or or things that people should be mindful of in this domain so that it doesn't uh, get to them too much or or or, or is it it's just one of those things of this is what it is. We've presented the landscape. There's you know a space to maneuver, but it's it is what it is, even if it's unfair. I mean, I think, yeah, number one, it's not fair. It's not mm. fair at all. It just sucks. If, you, if, you, if you've <laughs> lost the genetic lottery on certain things as a man, like height or other stuff like that, you know, prepare for a little bit more of a difficult time. But at the same time, it's like, you know, the, the sky is still the limit. You, you can still do good things. I, th I, think, I think the biggest problem is that my biggest, my biggest uh, perspective shift would be to, to, to just, if you don't have examples in your life of somebody who has a quote-unquote severe disadvantage in looks but is still extremely like attractive to the opposite gender you should go find that person mm. and so just as like an example growing up I knew I, I like I met a lot of guys when I was partying and you know occasionally you meet some dude and you're like dude you're like five foot four mm. and you command the attention of hot women in ways that I could never even start to comprehend. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, again, those are outliers, right? Those are, these are like kind of the extreme outliers, but it's still good to see dudes who have certain things going for them that you wouldn't necessarily think they did. And just, and, and, and using that as kind of like a, like a, um, not a measuring gauge, but just like a reminder, like, dude, there's all kinds of shit is possible in this world. Mm -hmm. You know, put your mind to what you want to get and go after it. And, and you can see some things change in your life in ways that you maybe not wouldn't expect, but it's just good to have those people to model. I think that's the biggest perspective shift. Whatever, whatever you're insecure about, for me, it was skinny tall dudes. When I was, when I was, when I was like first going out, like partying, I was a fucking scrying, I was a stick. Mm -hmm. Like a fucking praying mantis out there, like. <laughs> and then I remember meeting this one, I, I met actually a couple of dudes who were just like me, scrawny as all hell, just like twigs. Like if a, if a, if a person with even a regular like amount of body mass on them push and they go flying. Mm -hmm. And uh, and these dudes were just confident. They don't let it stop them. They were still going after complete babes and talking to everybody and being confident and holding, you know, attention and holding court. And they just remind me like, okay, this limitation in my head is exactly that. A limitation in my head. It's yeah. not exactly external. So I just think, uh, I think that's the biggest perspective shift for people is if you think that something in looks is holding you back, find the counter example in real life. Yeah, I, I think in, in some ways guys have the most room to move up the attraction scale because what, they're, what, they're, what they use to move up is far less correlated with looks. Oh, Where, yeah. Whereas with women, it is more unfair, but I, I guess they also have more room to maneuver in terms of they have things like makeup and stuff to really like help them along. And yeah, it's... <laughs> It's yeah. It's 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 not fair, but no. but yeah, g guys can have other things to help them out in ways that women perhaps don't. But I don't know. It's 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 definitely yeah. It's now that we're actually talking about it, it's a slightly more uncomfortable subject than I was expecting. Not that I'm uncomfortable talking about it, but just like yeah, this just uh, it is what it is. There's not <laughs> there's not too much more to say. It just sucks. But uh, 
do what you can, don't let it get you down, you know, women have their tools to help them out, men have theirs, and you just have to optimize, and, and then beyond that, like, also just let it go, because when, when something is outside of your, you know, outside of your hands, then, you know, what else is there to do? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's just a basic way to, a good, good way to approach life, right? Do as much as you can with what you can, and then you let go of the stuff if you can. Yeah, easier said than done, but mm-hmm. I feel like there's like, that's like an entire zen cone. Right? Yeah, it's like a st- stoic <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I feel that. Um, I think the only other thing that I had listed here that I thought was interesting is, you know, um, from the perspective of, and we, you kind of touched on this too, is like, you know, I think first off, it's important to accept yourself if you're somebody who really values looks in your partner. Just, you know, don't, don't let people force you to believe otherwise or, or, or guilt you into feeling another way. If you feel that way, you feel that way. It mm. doesn't matter. We need both. You know what I mean? I just think there's a, there's a spiritual concept that I absolutely love that I read in a book recently. And it was like this idea of like the only really wrong thing that you can do is try to force everyone to live the exact same kind of life that you want to live. Because, mm. like, you, you have this opportunity to, to explore all these different avenues of how you can live. So just, you know, it's going to sound so cliche. Be yourself. Not be yourself, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, accept that other people want to live a different kind of life than you. If you want to live, a, like, you know, know what your values are. Live for them. Mm-hmm. But I also thought something that was very interesting, and it's something that I, when I was thinking, okay, I'm thinking of looks and women and what I absolutely love about women. But also, I'm also thinking of, like, you know, as you said, there's, there's certain things, there's certain qualities that I think, you know, I think there's like, there's like the very obvious shallow level of thing. People think, oh, men are just interested in girls with super hot bodies, nice boobs, nice butt, nice legs, and a pretty face. Mm-hmm. And, and okay, there's, yes, that's like base level one. But then you can, you, there's like ways where you can go into this more intricately. And something I was thinking was like, you know, some things, some features age a lot better than others. I think mm. both in men and women, like for sure, it's uh, you know there's certain things in a man that are not going to age as well for us, and there's certain things in women that aren't going to age as well. And it's like, and I just thought of like a list of like certain things I think you, I think don't age the same. It's like, girl, if a woman has bright eyes or nice eyes, that stuff that will last a lot longer than the body will mm-hmm. <laughs> usually. Yeah. A good smile, that's something you don't get. You know, there's certain things, there's certain, and there's just certain, like, kinds of faces that, that age a lot more gracefully than others, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, I, it just, it's just little things like that, that I was thinking of, you know? Like, if you were, if this is something that's really important to you, maybe you th- think these things into account. Maybe you don't. Maybe you just kind of, you know. It, th- I think the other thing, too, that's very difficult about this topic is that it goes against a lot of, Western idea, ideals and values concerning things like falling in love with somebody and like building mm-hmm. a relationship and all that stuff. It's like, it's almost like if you as a person were to actually go out and like psychotically think of, I mean, it, it would sound psychotic to be like thinking of people like, oh, I only want to date attractive women and if she's not this attractive, I'm not mm-hmm. going to give myself a chance to get to know her. Mm-hmm. On the one hand, it sounds a little psychotic. Yeah. On the other hand, it's like you're kind of already doing it instinctually. And on the third hand, it's like if you actually consciously did that, would that make you a bad person? The interesting, okay, bad person part is just <laughs> like, not, again, not necessarily. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think we basically said what we need to say about that part of it. It's just yeah, like, yeah. If, if, if it is, 
it depends where 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 that you're placing that dial is 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 it like I I uh, I'm approaching it this very specific way because short of this like I literally wouldn't be able to get aroused by this person there'd just be no attraction there or is it like again is it to a point of pride or judgment or something like that. What if it's a but, long-term thing where it's like you'll get an erection for the first year, but you're not yeah, going to have sex in the second one? Yeah, but... Versus I mean, you could have an erection for like 10 years. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, no, no, but no joke, that, that, that's, that's a, a real thing. That's yeah, a real that's thing. Definitely, and, that's definitely and a real I think thing. that's... That, again, you're not a bad person then. Yeah. Um, you think you have sexual longevity. It's, it's <laughs> important, bro. Uh, I think it's very... I, I've heard people say that sex is not as important thing in their relationships, and I just think they're psychopaths. I just don't think they've had a lot of What are you sex. doing yeah. instead? Yeah. Um, again, it, you can say it's not <laughs> the priority. I think that's fair, but yeah. it should still be damn important, I would think, or I'd hope. Um, but, I mean, everybody has different, like, yeah, varying true, levels yeah. of libido and stuff, so that, yeah. that, that's huge, too. Yeah, not everyone is actually... Like obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I guess on, on that level, you probably shouldn't be obsessed. That's that's not necessarily a good thing. That's. <laughs> but uh, that's for okay. okay where, where were we before addiction. this? Where were we before this? Um, um, you you, you asked. what I asked you. <laughs> Forgot. Um, oh, it, it, it's like well, I was just making a comment as to the, the point that like if somebody, especially from the from the male perspective, if a man was to only look to date a certain like if if a man was really trying to like it's almost like this 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 idea of like we have this view of love just happens, but mm-hmm, then you mm-hmm. also have this idea of like how much of a how much agency do you have in that to like say, oh, I only wanna I only wanna you know end up with someone who's like who has these characteristics, and if you have a lot of physical characteristics on there, then it's kind of like how, it, so it feels the weird. Strange thing there is, um, and this is why it actually doesn't or at least for me, it wouldn't work to do it in the more mindful way that you, you were saying, whether that makes like you a bad person. Mindful. Beca- more mindful. <laughs> it's, it's a euphemistic way. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not my fault that I'm a conscious being of Look, light that's we, very mindful. We're marchers. <laughs> this is this is how we talk. But uh um, <laughs> So what I've noticed, and I think this is true of like everybody to some extent, but like v- very much so for me, um, the more I like a person, mm-hmm. the more attractive I find them. So I'm like a ten in your eyes. Dude, I told. How did I open this podcast? How did? Yeah. Um, but I think, um, yeah, with with my ex, I when I first uh, saw her, I was like, yeah, you're you're. you're 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 attractive for sure, but like, mm. as the longer I knew her and the more I liked her, then I was like, oh no, I, I really like I'm very attracted to you, mm. and you know that's happened to me again recently. So, it it definitely like attraction can can grow considerably for me, if, and so that that's where you know if you're just uh, very like if 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 I was doing it almost like in a dating app, I could miss out on certain people poss- potentially. If I'm yep. being like too clean cut about it, just like, oh, this person, or, you know, because it would be then to the level of like, this person is moderately attractive, but for a long-term partner, I want somebody very attractive. Yeah. Right. But in, then in reality, like if I start getting to know someone and then suddenly they're as attractive as that eight might have been for me, um, then who, you know, who cares? Yeah. Then it's great for me. So, yeah. So th- again, it just goes to show that it's coming in from a guy's perspective 
attraction is sort of malleable and it can and <coughs> this is where you know personality can matter um yeah sexual chemistry you can you build on chem chemistry sexual chemistry as well yeah and uh yeah but also like if you find somebody you have a really good sexual chemistry with that'll bump them up oh yeah, yeah there's a lot oh, yeah. there's a lot of yes I think I think actually this was this this actually wasn't as fatalistic as I thought it was gonna be because it just sounds like as important as looks are, there's so much more that is involved. <clears throat> Excuse mm -hmm. me. Popcorn kernel is stuck in my throat. <laughs> I, I think also perhaps, you know, you were talking about modernity and, and, and the social media that's come with it that's that's kind of um have, have a warping effect on, on how people present and how people seem to look to mm. others. Um, and yeah, online dating has also done that where we're viewing sometimes like things too clinically of like, this picture is either yes or no, right? This, yeah. And so you're making like judgment calls on the entirety of a person of like, oh, yeah. here's all, and, and it's, it makes sense within that context that you don't have too much. Yeah. So looks are gonna be primary. <clears throat> and so it's just like, okay, this person they're decent looking, but are, are they quite good? And then you might like just, just that person is done. Whereas in real life, yeah. when you're actually out there, that person could become the most attractive person in the world to you because you get to know them and then they're already decently attractive and then suddenly yep. they're beautiful for you. So yeah, this is uh, maybe this is part of our message here is actually get out there. Don't, don't stick yourself. Yeah. Like I, I'm not saying online can work and like I met my ex online, but also get out there and try to meet people in the actual world and you know give things time and, and see where uh, yeah you, you I, I, I think a big part of this is that online dating has become so much bigger and so I, I actually feel like because I remember um, yeah I remember uh, like you know guys really caring about their own looks and thinking that looks matter a lot in terms of and I think I think the online dating world has made it a little bit worse I think I actually, I think ironically, I think one problem with the online dating world and looks often is in fact the that catfishing essentially, mm. and this is a mm -hmm. this is a major problem because it's like <clears throat> so this is this is one of those moral conundrums of the modern age where I remember talking to coworkers about this, and you know I, I heard a bunch of different takes, but it's like if a girl looks a certain level of attractive in her dating profile, mm -hmm. but those are her best angles and her best pictures and, and a little bit, you know, a little bit sneakily done. Oh, and yeah. then you see her in real life and she's less attractive. Um, at least for me, my experience has happened to me a couple times. My experience has always been in some ways that was, but, but I, and I understand this completely. It's like for some of these girls, if I'd actually seen what they look like, I wouldn't even have expressed interest in going on a date. Yeah. Which is bad. Right? No. no. The assumption why, why is that bad? Is, well, the assumption is that, like, from their perspective, the assumption is that they liked me enough to try and match with me, and 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 they they said yes to my date. Right. So on bad for them, but yes, like, bad, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. From their yeah. perspective, well, I'm I'm trying to think of it from their perspective. Right. It's like they said yes. I like this guy. I want to get him on a date. Um, but then I wasn't interested once I got there. But it's almost like to me it was even worse the fact that it's like I was expecting a person to be here <laughs> and then they weren't. Well, yeah. And then, and then, and then, in some cases, it was this weird thing where they weren't so unattractive that it was like, oh, I didn't want to, I don't want to go on the date anymore. Mm -hmm. But just the fact that, like, you're disappointed. Yeah, the disappointment yeah. is real. And and oh, some people at work, like, I've had people get really angry at me for expressing this opinion. But it's like, it's really, 
it's really disappointing. I can't imagine why. And I'm, I'm, I'm not like being sarcastic. Well, I can't it's, imagine it's just why. Because you're so shallow. You don't even know this person. No, it's but like, then I don't be online like, and like, look. Yeah, let's, don't, let, don't, don't let, lie. Let's, let's switch a few things up that for me really like highlight why this is a fairly clear cut thing. Imagine it's a guy and imagine what they're lying about is not their looks, but their income. Or their height. Or what, yeah. And, and, and you're going to tell me that doesn't matter, the fact that like, the guy's being deceitful. Mm-hmm. If you're, again, I'm, we're not talking about like slight like optimizations, right? We, we, we're going to, it's a guy too. You want like good lighting and mm-hmm. et cetera. You want to look your best and polish up. That, we're not talking about that. We're talking about somebody who literally looks fairly different from mm-hmm. what the, and I, this happened to me once really, really drastically where it was, I think, a, you know, past year one COVID date. So people yeah. are like getting out there again, but you know, clearly a lot of people have uh, uh, completely understandably in, in Toronto, right? Like people, got, the, people gain that COVID people weight. People gain weight because we didn't have access to gyms. The lockdowns here were very, very strict, very over the top. Yeah, stupid. And and so, yeah, so I completely get it, but nonetheless, it was deceitful. It was a lie, what, I, what, what, what was on the profile versus who I met. And they were a lovely, perfectly lovely person. But, you know, I think I would have, I, I went through with the date normally, and then that was that. But um, I don't think I would have been in the wrong to just be like, hey, I'm sorry, but, you know, I'm... I'm not feeling this. Yeah, and, and it just not gone on the date, because... She literally like had gained enough weight that she looked entirely different. Like n- there, there was no resemblance yeah, anymore. Yeah, that's, that's not good. And so, that's not a shallow thing. So maybe maybe your coworkers were misunderstanding some of that. But like, it if- could be. I also think yeah. I think that people. Again, I think when 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 you when you uh, don't like something, it says more about you than it does about the other person, right? Or when you mm. judge something that somebody else does, it says more about you than the other person, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, but it's, it's definitely a, a, a real... And I think there's something else there that I think is interesting in the sense that, man, I feel like a, a really bad part about online dating is it kind of makes most of the fun be based around what people look like and what they tell you in the brief like descriptions. I kind of, mm-hmm. this is for another podcast. I just hate online dating. I'm so against it. <laughs> I fucking hate that stuff. Like that was, a, that was a step backwards for us as humanity. Yeah, funnily enough, right before this podcast, uh, I, I deleted my, my, my hinge and you know, not too long I, before I that, I deleted the other apps which I weren't even using. Hinge, I've also just been entirely <laughs> like inactive on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because you don't actively like play around on Hinge, but mm. you still just just keep it running in the background, mm. <laughs> despising it the whole time. Yeah, yeah no, you never uh, know when something interesting will come along, but even yeah. then, it's probably not going to be. It's it's just it's mostly just pain. <laughs> just a source of pain, you know. You go there, you're like, oh, oh. All right, I think we've officially hit the end of this looks, looks podcast. Like, we're, yeah, we're we're we're, but uh, yeah. Actually, right at the end there, slightly more hopeful message. After it was kind of going down the fatalism route, we brought it up a little bit. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's good. There's nothing to be fatalistic about. There's so much. Look, like, looks is one piece of a massive pie of attraction. If you want to attract the other opposite exactly. sex, or you want to get a job, or you want to do all this stuff, there's so much we can all do. So, yeah. Yeah. So uh, with that, that's the end of this week's podcast. Thank you so much for watching this episode of Life's Difficult. 
If you enjoyed it, please leave us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, depending on the platform. Any of those things would be great. Share it with your family and friends or anybody else that you might think might like it. And until next week, uh, this has been Life's Difficult.